listening to On the Right Road. Get ready to experience extraordinary real-life inspiration and discover valuable tools to help kids find and travel the right road in school and in life. And now, here's your award-winning host, author, singer-songwriter, producer, humanitarian, and founder of Right Road Kids. It's Paula Phillips. Right Road! Hello, everyone, and welcome to On the Right Road. I'm your host, Paula Phillips, and as always, I've got something good and positive and wonderful to say and share with you all this evening. (laughs) I'm so excited that I hardly know where to begin tonight. First of all, welcome to our annual Teacher Appreciation On the Right Road episode 2020 style. Oh my gosh, who would ever have thought literally everything in our lives could be so different from one year to the next for everyone on the planet, not to mention in education and regarding, you know, really significant milestones in the year like Teacher Appreciation Week uh, and on the wonderful bright side of things, because I think it's always important to try to find silver linings. There really seems to be an overall almost revolution or or revelation or something happening in terms of teacher appreciation and parents and everyone now really understanding all that educators do, Um, you know, because of the necessary school closures and remote teaching, people are having light bulb moments about all that you do. And that wonderful praise for teachers has been so awesome to see and hear over the last couple of months since distance learning began. And, you know, as hard as it is to say, maybe it took a huge life-changing happening like we're in the middle of for everyone to really get it. And, you know, while the praise has been so special to see and experience, at the same time, There are the realities of how y'all must be feeling, not even being able to see your students and in a lot of instances, having not even had the opportunity to say goodbye to them before schools closed for the year. And on top of that, there's how you had to come up with an entirely new teaching plan and method literally overnight to accommodate remote teaching. So the question really is, how do we really even thank you enough for all you do every day? I mean, distance learning or in the classroom, whatever the location may be, that is what I've been thinking about and working on for the last many weeks, at least trying to thank you enough through every minute of this special On the Right Road Teacher Appreciation episode. So to the best of my ability, with every ounce of, of love and support that I can pour from my heart, I hope this hour will be a blessing for you that just fills your cup in your bucket, in your soul, and shows you the literal mountain of appreciation you deserve every day, always. So welcome, welcome, welcome to each and every one of you. I I hope you're all safe and healthy. Even more than ever, I'm just so happy and thankful you're here with me. If it's even possible to feel even more gratitude than I always do for you in your presence. Uh, my guest tonight is someone very, very special to say the least. Plus, I've got a ton of giveaways for you this evening that I hope will help you feel the love and appreciation you deserve. And that will also be of support to you during this beyond challenging time, including an extra special giveaway where every single one of you listening this evening 
who has never received a Right Road gift before will receive one at the asking. That will be a little bit later in the show. And note, you guys, that I'll announce all the recipients from all of tonight's live and pre-show giveaways on our Right Road Kids Facebook page this coming Tuesday afternoon. So make sure to check for that big recipient announcement post. Remember that in addition to following the simple entry guidelines to enter the giveaways that I'll share here on the show, educator recipients now also need to be signed up with us as Right Road teacher friends on our website to receive Right Road gifts. Oh my gosh, you guys, that has helped us so much in reaching teachers if we have questions like about their dress or even their name because a lot of you use different names on Facebook. You know, so please just take a sec. If you haven't already, just go to rightroadkids.org and click the sign up tab on the right side of the page. It literally just takes a minute. And you guys note that because of ongoing school closures, we'll be mailing all the gifts from tonight's show out to the recipients at their home addresses the week of May 18th. So they should arrive by the end of the month. And you do not need to send us your home address now. Just make sure to check the recipient announcement post on Tuesday on our Right Road Kids Facebook page so you know how to respond if you're a recipient, okay? So here's tonight's first fantastic giveaway. Um, It's open to all educators in the U.S. listening to On the Right Road right now. And first, um, before we pop it up on our Right Road Kids Facebook page, I want to mention Um, Our code word for tonight, every live show, we have a new code word. So in addition to the simple entry guidelines that are going to be on our Right Road Kids Facebook page for each giveaway this evening, also make sure to type in the code word tonight, which is appreciation, perfect for tonight. Um, That will officially enter you. So just follow the simple entry guidelines in the Facebook post and then each one that pops up and also type in tonight's code word appreciation. So for this first giveaway this evening, I have some awesome gifts that so many of you have been asking for. I have Barnes and Noble gift cards so you can purchase books for your students, especially those who may not have books at home to read. And TPT gift cards, Teachers Pay Teachers gift cards, to be of support in helping you get some added resources for distance teaching. So I have six Barons and Noble gift cards and 10 $10 TPT gift cards. So there will be a total of 16 teacher recipients for this giveaway and each will receive one of the Barnes and Noble or TPT gift cards. To enter, you can just go to our Right Road Kids Facebook page right now as you're listening. Just follow those simple entry guidelines in the giveaway and remember to type tonight's code word appreciation as part of your entry comment. This one will be open until, um, let's see, Exactly 6.30 tonight, and it's going to be posted right at 5.10 Pacific Time, 8.10 Eastern. So right at that time, just refresh your page and it'll come up, okay? And we'll announce the 16 recipients on our Right Road Kids Facebook page this coming Tuesday afternoon. Special thanks to Lori Stinas and her Keller Williams real estate team and Mo Anderson on behalf of Keller Williams and her beautiful A Joy-Filled Life book for helping to make this awesome giveaway possible. And I think you know, this is just the first of the very special giveaways I'll have throughout the whole show for 
you tonight. So keep our Right Right Road Kids Facebook page close and ready. And just a quick note that if you're not listening live tonight, we're live Sunday, May 3rd, 2020. Tonight's giveaways will, of course, be closed after that. And I'm just going to take a quick moment here to mention to Aaron, he's my engineer, that a whole bunch of teachers right now are letting us know they're getting knocked off of the station. So I'm thinking it's one of our really, really big shows tonight. And so if some of you guys, it's, it says that an error message is, is happening. And so, Aaron, maybe if you could let me know what we should do about that, that would be awesome sauce. <laughs> I'm just going to keep going here. Um, so if you're listening, don't worry. Um, we'll post the link for you afterwards. So if you're missing the live right now, you'll still be able to enter the giveaways and you'll still be able to hear the whole show, okay? So, Aaron, if you could check that out and let me know what the scoop is, what's going on, um, that would be awesome. But now, you guys, words cannot express how thrilled I am to introduce you all to my guest this evening. Her name is Diane Beck. And this is actually her second visit to On the Right Road. Diane was a guest a couple of years ago with another dear teacher friend of mine when we were discussing the parent-teacher connection. And I asked her back tonight for several reasons to help us all celebrate teacher appreciation and for a great big dose of the inspiration that just naturally flows from her being every day. And um, also to help her launch her new book, in a way that really does it justice, inspires us, and honors her incredible talent and dedication to kids. So, to tell you a little bit about her, Diane has spent the majority of her career literally teaching students of all ages, from kinder through all the school ages and even adults. And no matter what age she's working with, her biggest goal is always to encourage students to be their own unique selves, to have confidence in who they are, and to follow their passions. And I can attest to this because she was my son's middle school English teacher, and she helped him find his passion for writing, for which I will forever be grateful. I can totally see the lasting impact she's had on his soul and this super important talent in his life. And Diane and I have also worked on some huge projects for kids together. We go back many years. (laughs) She has four children of her own who are now all adults themselves. And you'd never know that by looking at her because she looked like a youngster. And Diane's debut young adult novel titled Sticks and Stones that was just released a few weeks ago literally knocked my socks off. So for many, many reasons, it's a must read for everyone. Diane is an extraordinary teacher and human being, and I am just so thrilled to welcome her back to On the Right Road. Welcome back, Diane Beck. Oh, gosh, Paula, thank you. That's quite an introduction. (laughs) I, I appreciate all those kind words. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. And I, I want to start by asking, you know, before we just dive into all the um, inspiration and everything, I personally want to ask, you know, how are you doing? How are you feeling in the midst of all of these stay-at-home orders and distance teaching and isolation and everything happening in the country and in the world right now? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's definitely surreal, I guess, is the best word that I've heard you describe that, that would match how I feel. It's um, you know, we've never been through anything like this. So, you know, if you compare it to even recent difficult events like the fires and things like that that happened, um, you know, this is something that we is so different from anything. And I think that um, it's it's 
I'm doing well. You know, my family's doing well. We're healthy, and I'm thankful for that, and I'm thankful that all my kids are doing well. But it's just, you know, it's definitely a very different um, and right. we've experienced before. Yeah. I know. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's beyond words, really, you know. And yeah. I'm, I'm just wondering, you know, as a teacher, what is the hardest part of all this for you? And, you know, what are you doing to handle that? And I guess I should also ask on the flip side, you know, are you finding silver linings in the midst of this whole surreal sur- situation? Yeah. Good, good questions. I think that the hardest part about it is probably what everyone would expect to hear me say, and it's a true for everyone, is that the connection with your students, not getting to see them in person um, is, is the hardest part about it because that's truly what gets you going every morning for me, is, you know, is to see my students and their, um, you know, gather a little bit of their joy each day. Um, and I think, you know, as far as the silver lining goes, I think that technology is a huge silver lining because even though it's not the same as being in person, being able to do a Zoom call with them and see their faces and um, connect with people in that way has been a huge blessing. And, and then, you know, on a personal level, you maybe have contact with people even more so because of that than before. You know, maybe you're connecting with people are connecting more um, by reaching out and calling someone than they did before. So I think those right. things. Yeah. Well, and, and this is so interesting because your book, and I want to I get to your book in, in just a little while, but one of the phrases that really stuck out to me was, and I'm going to quote here, you say, we don't notice all the little gifts God gives us when we don't pay attention. And I feel like this time right now is giving us a chance to pay attention in a whole fresh new way, even though it's, it's so challenging in many ways. It's like it's allowed the entire world to stop. And pay attention to things that maybe because we were rushing through everything so much. So I, I love the fact that you're here tonight because so much about what you're all about and um, what you share just by how you live your life um, fits so perfectly with the messages in your book and just all the love and appreciation that I want to share with everybody tonight. So, uh, again, I know I said this in my introduction to you, but my personal gratitude for you is something that it's really hard to put into words. I mean, speaking of teacher appreciation, uh, you know, as I mentioned as a teacher, you've had such an amazing impact on and presence in my son's life. And I want to talk, you know, more in depth about that in just a bit. But first... Because this is our annual Teacher Appreciation on the Right Road show and teachers everywhere are deep in the midst of this whole new way of life we've been thrust into in terms of distance teaching. So I really want to honor that fact and not just sort of gloss over it tonight. I'm wondering if you can provide a few kind of tips from your heart on that subject on distance teaching. I know it's so different for those who teach little ones versus middle school and high school, for example, but is there any heartfelt advice you'd like to share and maybe a few tips for all educators? Sure. And and I, I wouldn't um, by any means call myself an expert on the distance learning thing, but um, I think speaking from my, my heart, I would say the first thing is to, you have to change, we have to change our expectations. And I mean, for both ourselves as teachers and for our students, I think if it's easy to put as a teacher way too much pressure on yourself to have the learning be the same as it was when you were in the classroom. 
Right. And on the other side, easy to put the same expectations on our students, and we can't we can't expect them to perform in the same way as they were in the classroom. We don't know what's going on in their lives. We don't know how you know hard it may be for one kid over another. And I think just having our expectations be different. Um, yes, that'd be my biggest one. Yeah. Well, and it's so interesting because my um, my my son's high school principal, whom I, I just I I cannot say enough about the awesomeness of this man. He sent a, a his monthly update today, and he went on and on about the importance of learning for learning's sake. And I think. You know, speaking of another silver lining, I think being able to not have all this testing in the middle of our lives and our kids' lives and teachers' lives, I think, again, it gives us a chance to just sit back and, and again, what he, what this principal was talking about was learning for learning's sake and finding the passion and the love of learning. And so, I, I just, I feel like just being able to stop and take stock in learning and education, it's just, it's such a bizarre time, but at the same time, I'm trying to look at it like, what an opportunity we have to reinvent all these things that we've been, you know, struggling with and and complaining about all these years and years as they've built up. It's almost like we're going to have a chance now to reinvent this, and and I try to find the silver linings, and I, I think if we can all keep that in mind... You know, I think that's a really good approach, right? So, oh, Diane, definitely. right? I, you know, it's so hard, yeah. but we got to try to focus on the positive, and we needed a an awakening, so to speak. And I think this is that time in our life in education. So, okay, I've got so many questions here for you. I remember you shared with me several years ago that your passion, your real, your personal passion in terms of education is teaching English. And I'm just wondering, because I never really got a chance to ask you this personally, where did this passion stem from in your life? I know you're a writer. You know, was that part of it, wanting to share your passion with kids to help them find it within themselves? Absolutely, 100%, yes. I have always had a passion for reading, for literature, for writing, and I at one point wanted to simply teach high school English and then sort of ended up rerouting and, and teaching elementary school and, and then kind of cycled back to that English by, by being given that opportunity to teach middle school English and was so excited when that opportunity came up. Um, you know, as a child, I loved reading and writing. I remember actually, speaking of teacher appreciation, having a teacher tell me in fifth grade that I was a good writer. And that yes. stuck with me. I will, I will never forget that teacher or her saying that. And I think, um, you know, during those times when I felt like I, I wasn't good at it, her words would come back echoing into my mind. And I think that speaks to how important just a simple thing a teacher says can make all the difference for how a child moves along their path. Well, and it's so interesting because I actually jotted that note down here that Mrs. Ledbetter telling you in fifth grade yes. that you were a good writer. I, and, and how, you know, how that stuck with you. It's like each thing that we tell kids sticks like glue, good or bad. 
Mm-hmm. You know, so we're if we're having a bad day, even you know, so we've really got to think about that with online because, our, you know, and here's the thing. Our kids are so used to online in a way that, you know, our generation and, and generations previously to us have no idea of. So I think that they get, they can get it across the internet lines. Those kind of comments, those kind of personal messages that we can give them, even if it is across the internet line, they'll catch that, I think. Do you know what I mean? I think this oh, generation, absolutely. right? So we've just got to keep that yeah. um, that positive message flowing and and they will get it. So I know, Diane, that the aspect of teaching that, I really feel from your heart and soul that's top priority for you is making sure, and for me too, is making sure that each student celebrates who they are and truly finds their own amazing voice. And I guess this question is kind of a two-parter. First, how can teachers find their own teaching voice? And then on the other side, how can teachers best help kids find their own voice? Well, I like the first part of that. How can teachers find their own voice? Right. I think that it's important. I'm, yeah, I'm actually currently mentoring an amazing teacher. Um, it's her second year of teaching, and I learned just as much from her, I think, as she's thinking she's learning from me. But I think that's part of it, is I think that as a teacher, you have to be okay with being who you are and not try to copy another teacher's style. It's kind of the same thing as a writer, even, like, Yes, there's great models of what to look up to. There's writers who I would look up to, and there's teachers who I would want to model after and teachers who maybe I wouldn't want to model after. So we have those models, but not being afraid to be your own self, right? Right. Which I guess is the same thing I would say to a student. It is um, being – one student asked me at one point, what's your wish for us? And I said, my wish is that you are, you become fully, con- fully comfortable and confident in who you genuinely are. But that, that is the best thing I could ever teach you is, is that. And I think that for our students, it's just giving them that, those opportunities and not having necessarily the same expectation of every single child because we can't, they're not cookie cutters, right? Just like we aren't so being able to get to know them and who they are and what their passions are and then teaching to that and having expectations that are a little bit different maybe for each child. Right, and that's that's one of the things that I've always noticed that you've done so well. Um, You just have this quiet presence about you, but it's so strong in kids' lives because they know that you're listening. They know that you see who they really are. And I'm going to get choked up because... um, my son's a freshman, and he's already, you know, his teachers, his, his journalism teacher has, has let him know that he's one of the best writers at the school. And I'm like, oh, my God, Diane, that came, that helping him find that came from you. You know, again, speaking of teacher appreciation, wow. I, this is what educators give to our kids, you know, and I, I just, oh, my gosh. So before I, I totally become a blubbering mess here. <laughs> So you yourself, wow, that's Diane, awesome to hear that. Oh, it's 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 truth. <laughs> so Diane, wow. you yourself are a writer and an author, and I, I remember a year ago or two ago, you know, first seeing your you post blog posts on Facebook. You started a website where your blog started to pop up, and that website is called ofcommonground.com. Was that right. 
the starting point of what led to your heart's desire to write, or, or maybe I should say publish your first novel? Oh, gosh. So, actually, the desire to publish my first novel has been probably around since I was 10. Who knows? <laughs> but um, I think I became really serious about it seven years ago. This book took me seven years to write, but I have to be honest and say I wasn't fully writing for every single day during that time because of teaching and everything else, family, when my kids were younger and things would get in the way and I would set it aside for months at a time and then come back to it. But um, I think what actually inspired me a lot was um, a, a class that I had who they're now sophomores in high school. And when I had them in fifth grade, I was had started writing this book, Sticks and Stones, and I told them that I would finish writing the book by the time they graduated eighth grade. And they were so good, as kids will often be, about keeping, uh, keeping me consistent. They asked me, some daily, some weekly, through all the way through eighth grade, how's your book, Mrs. Beck? Did you finish your book? How's, how's your book going? And that just inspired me so much because I knew I couldn't make that promise to them and then not follow through. And I did finish the book by the time they were in eighth grade and, in fact, have a picture of them holding my manuscript to the first time I mailed it off to a publisher. Um, oh, my gosh. And was this my son's class? To get published. It was, it was uh, the, the class before them. Well, because I so remember Micah talking time. about it. Oh, but my gosh. I did talk about it with them, too. Yes. I talked about it with Micah's class, and I've had students go, oh, that's the book that you said you were going to publish. And I'm like, yep, that is. Oh, and that's so, been really awesome. Well, and so it's titled Sticks and Stones. It is amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I've read a lot of absolutely wonderful books over, especially recent years when authors were going to be guests on the right road. And yet yours actually is the first one that made me gasp out loud when I got to a certain section. I mean, totally surprise twist. And your style, I mean, I saw the entire book in my mind as I was reading. And to me, that's one of the marks of a brilliant writer. And I I didn't want the book to end. I I got to the last couple, and I'm like, no, I don't want it to end. And, you know, knowing you for so long now, I just never would have imagined that you would have written this particular book because of the storyline, which again goes to show how extraordinary your talent is. And I don't want to give away the storyline for those of you, you know, who have not read the book yet, but where did this incredible storyline come from within you? Well, it first came because, honestly, I... Again, it goes back to my students. They've been a huge inspiration for me. I, you know, when you teach for so many years, you see students go through a lot of just really rough stuff. And no matter what school you're at, whether you're at a, a school with a, whatever the population is of those kids, you just see them go through a lot of things. And I had just noticed over the years that some kids were amazingly resilient in spite of their situation and others less so, and I, I guess I wanted to write something that I said to myself, what could be the worst possible situation that a, a, a character could go through yet would end up showing faith and resilience and perseverance through it that could inspire them in their own story? You know, maybe they look at this character and say, well, if that character can get through it, so can I. I can get through my situation, and I'm going to be okay. And so I well, think that's ultimately where it came from. 
Well, and I mean, the timing of its release now is almost unbelievable with everything going on in the world right now and the, you know, the importance of us desperately needing to truly be inspired in terms of working through challenges. Um, and, and since tonight, our key focus this evening is teacher appreciation, you know, I just think that you are such a beautiful example of how special and important it is for teachers to really appreciate and look inside themselves for that kind of celebration of their own talents and specialness. I mean, it goes without saying that teaching can be exhausting. It's one of the top professions, if not the top profession for burnout. And related, in addition to teaching others, I think it is so important for each of us to develop our own God-given talents as sort of self-appreciation, like a tool that can be inspiration for our students and as a way to share what's inside of us with the world. And you are such a beautiful example of that. I know that you spent time thinking about this and living it. And, you know, as you took time to write your novel. So I'd love to just hear, you know, your thoughts and feelings about this. Teacher self-appreciation and making sure to take time to develop any talents that may otherwise lie dormant in all the busyness of life. Yeah, that's a, that's really that's really important. It is easy to... Uh, pour your entire heart and soul into your teaching and then not take care of yourself, right? I, I think, um, and there's nothing wrong with you have to pour your heart and soul into your students for sure, but um, I think you have to find what inspires you and what fills up your tank in order to then still give back out to them. And and your students will see it in you too. And it's it's the ideal situation if you're, teaching a subject that you love because then that passion for what you love also becomes meshed in with your teaching. I know, you know, for me with writing, I would write alongside with them, which was a good model for them, but also I I like doing it. And um, so, you know, if you're teaching science and you're really passionate about that, then that will come through and just doing those things on your own that fill yourself up, whatever that may be, and let that come through when you're teaching. It's, it's the nice thing about teaching is you can be creative and um, intertwine the things thematically through what you teach that have to do with what you love. Exactly. So, and, and, and kids yeah. can sense that, you know, when, when the burnout yeah. is not there because you're taking care of yourself. So, Diane, I have right. so many more questions for you. I, I want to more dive into more about your book and more of the aspects of education that you're so passionate about and the amazing inspiration that you are for kids and for all of us. But first, I have another awesome giveaway for you, teacher friends. And this one's in your honor, Diane. It's open to all educators uh, in the U.S. listening to On the Right Road right now. I have 11 copies copies of Diane Beck's absolutely awesome Sticks and Stones book and six $15 Amazon gift cards so six more of you can purchase one. I cannot say enough about how incredible this book is. I I put a big heart right here (laughs) because it's, I mean, oh my, you got to read this, you guys. So there will be 17 teacher recipients for this giveaway and each will receive a Sticks and Stones book or an Amazon gift card to buy one. So to enter, just go to our Right Road Kids Facebook page right now as you're listening. Just follow those simple entry guidelines in the giveaway post. Remember to include include tonight's code word appreciation as part of your entry comment, even if you included it in tonight's earlier giveaway. And this post should be up right now. It was up at 5.32 p.m. Pacific, 8.30 Eastern. It'll be open until, you know, because some of you are having trouble getting on tonight, I'm going to keep it open later. So you don't have to worry. If you're listening after the fact to the link this evening, don't worry. I'm going to keep it up 
much later this evening, okay? And we'll announce the 17 recipients on our Right Road Kids Facebook page this coming Tuesday afternoon. Huge thanks to Diane for donating a bunch of her books, which I know for a new author, it's a big deal to donate because you're not just sitting there with a storehouse of extra books to give away. And big thanks also to Lori Stinas and our Keller Williams real estate team and Mo Anderson on behalf of Keller Williams and her beautiful A Joy-Filled Life book for helping to make this giveaway possible. So, Diane, I just, I could go on and on about the many, many things I got out of reading Sticks and Stones, but, you know, what a thrill to be able to ask you as the author. So, what do you hope will be the takeaway? You know, what do you hope readers will really get out of reading Sticks and Stones? I think, ultimately, I would want them to uh, feel like no matter what their situation is as they're reading through and they see the situation that the main character, Emily, goes through, that that uh, that they can get through the difficult things in their life, too, because she's no superhero. She's just a normal teenage girl who has some really difficult things get thrown at her that are not by no fault of her own, most of, most of them. Not saying she's perfect and doesn't make mistakes, but... Um, I think that I would like readers to get that from it and to see that they are very valued people and that they have a purpose and a plan in this world and that they can get through difficult things just like she can. I guess that's ultimately what I would hope. Well, and that's exactly what it does. Right. It's like if, if she can do this and her stepbrother... No, not stepbrother. Yeah, I shouldn't say that. No. But um, oh, stepbrother, right? I <laughs> mean, stepbrother. And then, and then the friend. I mean, it's like, yeah. Oh my gosh! And they, they all become, their their lights still shine through. And uh, I just, I cannot say enough about this. Every young adult, every you know, every teenager, every middle school kid, every adult should read this book for so many reasons. Um, so, Diane, what's in the future for your writing? You know, will you continue your blogging? Are you going to write another book? Are you going to go back to teaching English? Because I know you took a little hiatus to, to really finish this novel. Yeah. What's your plan? So, I'm definitely working on another book. I have yeah. a prequel and a sequel in mind. Awesome. Um, yeah, currently working on the prequel, which is going to be about the grandmother's life as a teen. Um, wow. And, yeah, and uh, definitely still working on my blog and writing some different studies to go along with the book Sticks and Stones um, so that as people are reading it, they have some supplemental in- inspirations to go with it. And uh, so that's, that's currently the plan. Definitely keep writing as far as going back and back teaching English, you know, maybe, uh, I guess we'll see how this all goes. I, I definitely don't want to lose my connection with the kids. Right. That, that would just kill me right there. But um, so I, no matter what it is, I still want to be able to connect, whether it's part-time teaching or doing workshops with students in different schools with my book and writing and things like that. Um, definitely want to keep that connection going with students because... I, I just love them. They keep me going. Well, and like like we mentioned a few minutes ago, that's what's so important about self-appreciation. You know, taking time to really listen to your voice inside and making sure that you're fulfilling, um, you know, God's plan for your life as well. Not, you know, we, we could go to church here in terms of, um, I know you and I both have a really strong faith, um, but really listening to the callings in your life. And sometimes that shifts you know, 
where you're sitting <laughs> at any given time yeah. in your life. And I'm just so glad that you made that shift and didn't just let that talent just sit on a shelf, that you really followed through on it because your writing is a gift to the world as well as your teaching is a gift to the world. So, Diane, what inspiration would you like to share with all of our amazing Right Road listeners in terms of inspiring today's youth in whatever teaching means are in place? I know that's kind of a big question, but I'd love to hear your, your yeah. point of view. I mean, maybe we've already kind of touched upon it, which is um, you keep being yourself in your teaching. Uh, forgive yourself, especially now when you make some mistakes. I think be, be okay with making some mistakes with this online learning. And, and, you know, kids will understand. Kids are resilient. And I think if we're real with them, they, they are very understanding. Um, and so I think just continuing your journey and don't let, you know, even with this difficult time that we're going through, realizing that this is just a moment in time. This will pass. There is good that will come out of it. I truly believe that. There's a lot yeah. of difficult things that are coming out of it. But I really believe that ultimately there will be some good, a lot of good that comes out of it with us appreciating each other and appreciating our students. I even had one student say the other day, I realize how much I actually like school. <laughs> Right. So maybe that's, if anything, that, right? Um, Uh, That's what I've been talking about. Yes, I've been talking to Micah about that, how much more kids are going to love just being able to walk in the classroom. (laughs) You know, and just something simple like giving somebody a hug. I mean, oh, my gosh. You know? I know. Imagine that. So now here's, a, right, here's another big question. It's very broad, but I, again, I'd just love to hear your perspective. And, and we have touched upon this a little bit, but what do you think is the most important thing in reaching kids' hearts and helping them find their passion and their voice, whether we're a teacher, whether we're a parent, what do you think is the one most important thing? I think the one most important thing is, oh gosh, getting to know who they are and letting them be that person. Um, I, I don't think I would have taught the same if I wouldn't have first given the given my students the opportunity to let me get to know them and develop some trust and understanding between us that, hey, I, I know you are who you are and I love who you are. And um, I want you to, to be your special self, not be like the person sitting next to you, but be yourself. And Gosh. so I think it's just really important that we um, let kids know that they are so special just the way they are. And with teaching middle schoolers, that's really hard because they don't know who they are. I mean, right. that's true of all ages, right? But especially that age. And I think just getting them to understand that they are amazing people and um, be, be yourself. Well, and I think even if you just say that every day, if you if you sometimes feel like you're getting yeah. blank stares at you, like yeah, right, but it, there, it's sinking in. It is sinking in. There, if you say it, like you said early on, you can't try to teach or be like somebody else. If you say something from your heart, if you teach something from your heart, somehow, some way, the kids are going to feel that and know that and get it. You know, so now here's another big question, Diane. How do you feel teachers can stay uplifted in their work with all of the challenges facing the profession? Again, I'm I'm talking about that self-appreciation. What 
what do you have a tip or two of what teachers can do through all the challenges to to keep that joy and the passion going? Hmm. I think. Um, well, I kind of, I guess, in some ways, try be okay with making mistakes. Be be creative in what you in what you do, and not be afraid to switch things up a little bit. Um, be aware and understanding of where you're at and where your students are at. And if you're having a bad day, you know, maybe that means divert from the curriculum a little bit and, and either listen to those, listen to what's on their hearts or, you know, let them know, Hey, I'm kind of having a bad day today. We're going to do this or, you know, just kind of be a little bit real with them. Right. Um, and, uh, celebrate the little positives. There's, there's little glimmers of it. Sometimes you have to look for them, but there's definitely one there. And I think expect to find something good in each moment, even if it's something funny that happens with a Zoom class, just something little, um, look for the little positives. And I think that the more we're looking for them, then the more we will actually see them. I know exactly. it sounds a little cliche, but I really, um, I really believe that. I do too. And that's another thing that, you know, I, I mentioned before one of the quotes from your book, that's another thing that I really gleaned from reading your book is just, Finding those diamonds in the rocks, you know. Oh, yeah. I'm getting goosebumps. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So now, in a significant way, this is kind of cool. Like we were talking about, you got to find the silver linings. I feel like with the at-home school situation in our country and world right now, that there has been a wave or really an explosion of teacher appreciation from parents and everyone. Are you feeling that? And and do you think it will yeah. continue? You know, and and I guess the the ultimate question is how do we assure? How can we assure that it's going to continue? That wave of appreciation mm. for teachers. Yeah, I, I think I heard it best said on a, a Facebook post or something that I read where it was a parent <laughs> describing their day, and they said something like, "I don't know how these teachers do it. They are not getting paid enough. There's not enough money that could pay them for what right. they're doing." Because they right. had one day with their child and were going crazy and their, their child wasn't happy either. And I, you know, a lot of that's because, you know, you can never teach, even me, I couldn't teach my own child and then be, respond in the same way as a student who I'm not a parent of, I could teach, right? So, um, but I think that there's definitely been a different appreciation for teachers because they're missed, right? It's, it's right. one of those things that we were kind of taking for granted and now it's taken away and now... We, it's, it's more, people are made more aware now of what teachers actually had to do. And so I hope that continues. I think this will be, I feel like this has gone on long enough where this won't just be a race. That appreciation for our healthcare workers and teachers and even grocery store workers, I feel like this has lasted long enough where I I hope that we will continue to have appreciation when things return. Plus, I think it's going to take a while for things to return to complete normalcy. But, um, I agree. I yeah. yeah, it's gonna. They're saying a year to a year and a half. Not to get. I don't want to get you know, diverted onto no, that whole topic. But no. I, I, I agree, and I, I think we've got to keep this wave going of positivity for all the people who just put their heart and soul into their career, into their livelihood, into their work, whatever they're doing, and and it's just so wonderful to see that for teachers and healthcare workers, and like you said, um, so Diane, is there? you know, a final message you'd like to share this evening with all of our wonderful Right Road friends listening, you know, whatever's on your heart? 
Well, I know that most of your listeners are teachers, and I, even though I'm a teacher myself, have to thank every teacher listening because my own children have had amazing teachers at their schools who have made a huge difference in their lives, who continue to, even on into college. And, you know, the ones, you teachers who pour your heart into your students and are amazing, and what you do matters. And yeah. even right now, it matters, even if it's the situation is different. And um, keep doing what you're doing, and thank you, and I commend all of you. Well, and put a mirror in front of yourself right now, Diane, because that's exactly what I say to you. I, you know, thank you so much. I mean, for being here tonight, but really just for being you too. Uh, you, I feel like you're an angel here on Earth. Um, so thank you so much for being here and for just everything that you put out there into the world. You, you're a godsend. I'm so appreciative every day thank of you. you. Well, oh, and thank you and, so much. Oh, you're welcome, Diane. And and I I want to make sure to mention that if you would like Diane to do an author visit, you know, either in person once things get back to normal in schools, or during this time now, maybe via Skype, you can connect with her on her author website, which is dianebeck.com. That's D-I-A-N-N-E Beck B-E-C-K dot com. And you can find the Amazon and Barnes and Noble links to purchase her extraordinary sticks and stones book there too. Again, that's dianebeck.com. It's just it's such a wonderful book for youth and adults. I really hope you'll check it out. I absolutely know it will be a blessing for you and your kids. Um, and I always want to make sure to take time to thank our sponsors, Right Road Kids and Right Road Productions, Nair, Seatsack, the Southern California DCH, Audi, Honda, Ford, Lexus, and Toyota car dealerships and their support companies, the Just Shop with Jackie Facebook group, Lori Stinas and her Keller Williams real estate team, and Mo Anderson on behalf of her of Keller Williams and her extraordinary A Joy-Filled Life book. A reminder, you guys, to mark your calendar for Sunday, June 7th. That's our next live on the Right Road show date and in the meantime we'll always have some Sunday fun day surprise on deck for you each week whether it be a click and listen or a Facebook live we've always got uplifting right road programs and surprises for you in the works for you on Sundays and every day so (laughs) and speaking of surprises I have something so special tonight Um, I hope the whole show has been special for you but I have an added bonus special Um, I had all the giveaways set for tonight's show and then I connected with my wonderful friend Michelle at SeatSack and you're not going to believe what she sent us she sent hundreds of SeatSack gift packs for me to share with you Um, I posted a picture of the two different types of products on our Right Road Kids Facebook page earlier today that I'm going to give right now here on the show first I've got 10 sets each with seven awesome teacher Apple Red Seat Sack canvas chair back units that hang on the back of chairs. They add so much more storage and organizations to classrooms. And I'm thinking they also can be awesome for at home kind of learning stations. Each set has a retail value of nearly $100. This is one of my email giveaways. So in just a minute, I'll share the email entry details, but hold on because there's more. Michelle also sent hundreds of seat sack pencil pouches. Like the seat sacks themselves, they're made out of the best canvas material, and they last years. And what I'm going to do is send one of the pouches filled with new school supplies 
as a cool at-home teacher supply kit to each and every one of you who have never received a Right Road gift before. So, just let me know with a brief added comment as part of your email entry if you have never received a Right Road gift before, whether on one of our On the Right Road radio shows or via email response or on our Right Road Kids Facebook page or any other Right Road opportunity. So, to enter for the 10 seven-count gift sets of seat sacks and the never-received-a-right-road-gift-before pack, if that applies to you, if that's the case for you, just email me at heypaula, that's H-E-Y-P-A-U-L-A, at rightroadkids.org. Just jot seat sack gift in the subject line so I can see at a glance that you're entering. And then in the body of the email, of your email to me, include your school, city, and state so I know that you're a teacher. And if you have never received a Right Road gift before, just jot a note about that in your email too. And if you are requesting a never received gift, also include your home address so we know where to send it to you because schools are closed now. Again, just email me at heypaula at rightroadkids.org. Jot seat sack gift in the subject line so I can see at a glance that you're entering. Then in the body of the email, include your school, city, and state so I know you're a teacher. And if you've never received a Right Road gift before, just jot a note in your email. And if that's the case, if you're requesting a never received gift, also include your home address. The seat sack set recipients, uh, those 10 packs of seven seat sacks each, will be announced as part of Tuesday's big recipient announcement post on our Right Road Kids page, Facebook page. So only if you are requesting a never received gift, you need to include your home address now. Okay. And this whole bonus giving extravaganza, I'm going to keep it open till midnight tonight because I know that we had a show overload. We had so many listeners tonight, which is so awesome, you guys. So I'm going to keep it open till midnight because I'm going to post the link to the show. So anything that you missed, you can listen to the whole thing. Don't worry about missing any of the giveaways. You'll have a chance till midnight to enter them all tonight. And for this one, huge set thanks to Seatsack and Nair for making this huge bonus giveaway possible. Um, so I've got a couple nuggets here for you tonight, you guys, that you can take with you into the week and into the rest of this oh-so-different school year. Um Gosh, they they really, really come from my heart here. First of all, never doubt your impact on kids, no matter what the teaching circumstances are. Uh, You know, I know it might seem absolutely crazy right now. I know you may be worried because, you know, maybe all of your kids aren't even connecting online. You haven't seen them. You're concerned about their health, maybe even their meals, their home situation in general. But whatever way you're using to connect with them, your impact is beyond I see teachers making cutouts of themselves with their arms outstretched, literally sending hugs to their students in the mail. I see teachers making flat versions of themselves, like flat Stanleys, (laughs) and sending those to their kids so they can see their faces whenever they need to. I remember all the, quote, little things that teachers did during my student years, and those are the things that have stuck with me like glue. Those are the things that whatever subject was being taught helped shape who I am, not just how well I did on a particular assignment. And this is what Diane gave my son Micah with his talent for writing. And as a parent, there is no way to thank a teacher enough. So just keep doing what you're doing, giving your whole heart and soul And your students, your kids will know and forever take with them how much you cared and how much you loved them, even 
or maybe especially during this crazy year. Nugget number two, I think something that is really important at every stage in life is, like we talked about a few times tonight already before, to find silver linings. And I think one that can be found in this surreal time of isolation and remote teaching is that we have kind of a rare gift right now. And that's the unusual gift of more time than usual to think and just breathe than we maybe typically have. So I really want to encourage us all, myself included, to use some of this at-home time to take stock in everything, you know, about your teaching, about your life. Even though the thought of not being able to be with your students right now or even say goodbye to them in person right now is, you know, as the school year comes to a close, it's hard it's hard to even comprehend. But for the all those times when we wished we had time, you know, to take stock and to breathe and imagine and plan and make some things better, we actually have at least a bit of that rare time right now, which is pretty awesome to think about. And maybe that time is just meant to be quiet time without needing to move mountains right now. I think each person has to navigate what it means and how to go about it for themselves. But the thing is, we have that gift of time right now to really lay out how we envision our lives and our work. And who knows how long this stay-at-home time situation is going to last. So, you know how people ask, you know, what's your five-year plan and your 10-year plan? What a great time to take some of this crazy stay-at-home time and make it self-appreciation time for yourself as a teacher and as a human being and really give yourself space to see where your heart and soul are leading you. And gosh, on that note, you guys, I hope this whole show has just been a wonderful blessing for you and your heart and soul and that you're feeling loads of love and appreciation for you and all that you do. And speaking of appreciation, I have one more awesome On the Right Road Teacher Appreciation giveaway for you this evening. Um, Remember to check our Right Road Kids Facebook page this coming Tuesday afternoon for the long list of recipients from all of tonight's pre-show and live broadcast giveaways. And if you're a recipient, make sure to read that whole announcement post so you know how to respond to receive your gift, especially because we're in home delivery mode right now because of the school closures, okay? So this giveaway number three tonight is open to all educators in the U.S. listening to On the Right Road right now, of course. I think you all know that NAIR is one of our awesome On the Right Road sponsors. They're also a nonprofit like Right Road Kids, and they provide new supplies and resources from U.S. company overages from across the country for pennies on the dollar. What they have available is unbelievable. And guess what? I have 12 $25 NAIR gift certificates to give, and each one is worth approximately $250 worth of school supplies and resources at their retail value prices. So there will be 12 recipients, and each will receive a $25 NAIR gift certificate. To enter, just go to our Right Road Kids Facebook page right now as you're listening. Just follow those simple entry guidelines in the giveaway post. Remember to include tonight's code word appreciation as part of your entry comment, even if you included it in tonight's other giveaway entries, okay? This one will be open until just after the end of the show. Actually, wait a minute. I'm going to keep it open until midnight, like all the giveaways tonight. For any of you who missed uh, any part of the show tonight because we had the listener overload, yeah, which is a good thing, but I know some of you got booted off, but don't worry. I'll put the link up right away, right after we're done tonight so you can hear the whole show. 
And for this giveaway, we'll announce the 12 recipients on our Right Road Kids Facebook page this coming Tuesday afternoon. Mountains of thanks to Nair for donating the gift certificates to make this awesome giveaway possible. And once again, tons of thanks to Diane Beck for being my very special guest here on The Right Road. Huge thanks to Marcy for her always extraordinary behind-the-scenes support. Thank you to my wonderful engineer, Aaron, and the whole Voice America team. And thank you all so very much for listening and being a part of The Right Road family. Blessings, love, and light to every single one of you. In case you missed any part of this evening's show, don't worry. Or if you'd like to share it, I'll you know this whole episode will be available to listen to and download for free. I'll post the link as soon as we're done this evening. Um, in case, you, like I said, in case you missed any part of it, or would like to share that opportunity with all of your educator friends who've never received a Right Road gift, because there's no limit to how many we'll give tonight. Okay. <coughs> Remember, I've got a little frog in my throat. Remember that the next Live on the Right Road show will be here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel on Sunday, June 7th. And in between our On the Right Road broadcasts, you can always connect with us on our Right Road Kids Facebook page and via our website at rightroadkids.org. Hey, you guys, always remember that you are special, appreciated, and loved. Until next time, Sunday, June 7th at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 Eastern, here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel, be that daily, positive, bold, empowered inspiration for the kids in your life and live your best, most amazing life on the right road. Make sure to take time each day to celebrate and appreciate yourself and each other. I love and appreciate you all to the moon and back. Mwah! Thank you for listening to On the Right Road with your host, Paula Phillips. Connect with us anytime at www.rightroadkids.org or at Right Road Kids on Facebook. And we'll catch you again here every first and third Sunday of the month at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on the Right Road. Right Road.